the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. No, see, I hate when we do this. He hates when we do this, I folks. I fucking hate it. I, I stopped before you started recording. But go ahead. <laughs> he hates when we do this. I like, hey, we, we're just rolling. We're rolling back into it. If you guys haven't figured it out already, uh, we're kind of doing this every other week thing during the yeah, summer. We, need some, we have some house cleaning we got to do. It's two weeks. It's a two-week deal now, people. Right. Yeah, but obviously once the season starts, uh, we'll be back uh, you know, in the normal weekly. Yeah, three times a week. Exactly. Oh God. <laughs> but uh this is Name Image Podcast. Is really where I should start this. Name Image Podcast. Uh we like to break down all the fun college football uh and college basketball stuff that's going on in the world. It's Ooh, the what about college baseball? Of what, what about maybe even, hey, we we've even talked golf a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> we are multifaceted, but name image podcast. Uh we're here to break down. We got some some really interesting NIL stories, but mainly just some college football stuff as well. Yes. So, but uh, where we always start is uh, Michael. How you doing over there in uh, in old uh, what is it, Littleton? Littleton? Castle Rock. Castle Rock. That's right. You're yeah. Castle Rock. I'm a rocks throw from Dougie Droz, baby. I I should hit him up see if he wants to go to Chili's one of these nights. Uh, Applebee's. He's not a Chili's guy. You know this. Well, listen. I'm gonna go negotiate a trade. I'll be like, listen, Doug. For me, for Brandon, we'll send Brandon over to Sharon's world, and then you can. I'm adopted by the Droses, and we'll just go from there and see what see what. He's, I, I don't see how he says no to that trade off. I think you would be the son that Dougie always wanted. You know, right. tall, big, manly. Like somebody like he could like just pretend like and lie to his friends about it and be like, yeah, like he 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 could have gone to the league. Knee injuries. Knee injuries. He can still back. dunk. He can hey, still dunk. Oh, I, I still can though. That's a that's a that's another discussion for another pod kyle but overall doing great buddy i got the jitter juice got the dogs walk ate some breakfast tacos it's fucking things are looking up buddy things Listen, are looking your, up. your dunkin days are over because you're all about the dink now you're a pickleball maniac that's what, oh, that's, what, that's a little pickle pickleball lingo there it's called little dink action get out of the kitchen mike hey, yeah, hey I, 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 have, I have a hard time playing in the kitchen and again this is a conversation for another pod but i just the finesse is i haven't crafted it yet so the kitchen is a little beyond my pay grade as far as the dinking in the kitchen, but we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. right. It's it, it's finesse for it. Hey, but listen. Enough. enough about me, Kyle. How how are you? How's Truman? How's the house? How's the, how's everything? Yeah, we got that carpet in. I talked about that. It's been excellent. Love that. Just it's comfortable to go down here now. It's fantastic. Um, you know, it's gonna be hot. You know, but we got the AC. You know, it's uh, it had a little bit of hiccup a couple weeks ago, but um. I think we have it fixed. I don't know. Let what me, a racket. You pay thousands you. of dollars and then it costs yeah. thousands, but never even goes. One thing goes wrong. Yeah, it's going to be $1,500. And it's like, well, cool. That's that's the truth, though. There is there is no one easy, cheap fix on air. It's like anything goes wrong, it's a, it's a G minimum. That's why I'm, I'm, it, I'm saying like we should have started an, an HVAC company. We you know? say this every time we see a, a semi-decent idea. We should be owning a pretzel stand, bar, slash. I, don't, I got Colby. Don't worry. Colby is a master bread maker, and I text him the other night about the pretzel venture and that'll be for another pod okay good good make sure you have a lot of insurance so when he's a he's a little too too high at the wheel and then the fire starts make sure that we got that figured out thermostat kyle this is a debate that we've been having a lot around these parts where do you set your thermostat at what's what's the ac set to in the parker's household if uh you know it usually hovers here's the thing i have a small house so it doesn't take much um and like it it stays pretty cool for the most part um it usually hovers about 70-ish. 
if I'm feeling a little frisky, like 69, okay. obviously for, you know, uh, at, at night though, Emma, so Emma, um, the house that she grew up, she, uh, slept in the, like, the, there's a room in the basement. Oh, so same, not only was it same. super dark, super quiet, it was just cold in like Meat a box. good cold, not like freezing cold, but like, right. you know, kind of like a nice still basement. I grew up in not that condition, <laughs> the second story of a carpeted house in California where my mom refused <laughs> to use the AC ever. And it was always so fucking hot. So I, I don't want to hey, I don't want to hear it. I have just no problem the, sleeping in the heat. Just go to the beach, you little surfer, bro. Go to the beach and just get in the water. Water's chilly. Right. So, but yeah, no, the thermostat, yeah, it's, um, I, you know, it is what it is. We have one of those, you know, nest ones and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know, but well, I can, I, I can sleep in most conditions, honestly. Right. Well, and, and, and this is a two-parter. One, growing up at Grand Junction, or not growing up, excuse me, going to college at Grand Junction. I think we've so, just kind of adapted uh, to learn to like, just like, especially when your asshole roommate shuts the, shuts the door to the only room that has the swamp cooler. Fucking asshole move. But you learn, you learn to Jesus just live with it. You learn to Christ. live with it, Kyle. Uh, yeah, in the Olsen manner, there's an AC unit for the upstairs and one for the downstairs, so I'm just getting frozen oh. out 24-7, because they need, the, in order to get the middle ground cool enough, you gotta run the downstairs one, so I'm just fucking freezing. I know, I know, I know, get the violin fired up, you're very sad for your boy, I'll make it. Just Yeah, rest nothing a little dip it. in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna walk up the street, play a little pickleball, take a dip in the hot tub, we, we be high. <laughs> we be high. And that, that's where we are. But like we said, they moved podcast. So let's get into it. Uh, we got some. We got. We got a few. You you rattled off a few uh, right off the start. Do we want to start a little serious? Do we want to start a little funny? Because I found a few more. Um, we'll, we'll start with kind of the, the more interesting ones first, and then kind of sure. move into the uh, the silliness sure. that is uh, that is nil. So uh, Louisiana, they finally got with the time. So as expected. Louisiana has removed the prohibition of schools from directly or indirectly arranging for a third party to provide compensation to student athletes through NIL. Uh, experts say it's a big boost for LSU efforts on the recruiting trail. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure they really needed it, but actually they probably did because I'm sure they were getting frozen out. But um, yeah, good for LSU, I guess. Well, I mean, it's it's. It, I mean, this is just more more of that kind of the gray area, right? Like, so I guess it's it's pat on the back to them to kind of taking away the prohibition and just being like, listen, like we're not even gonna pretend to to try to limit this whole school coordinating the NIL because before it was like, you know, like you could come here, you're gonna have to find your own NIL, like the kids are gonna have to arrange their own NIL or or our boy Brad Blevins, they would enlist help from him and then he would help arrange these things. Uh, but now it's, I mean, I don't know. Is it comforting? I guess, Kyle, is it comforting that they're, they're now just kind of taking off the prohibition to let the schools try to arrange some of this? Like, does it make it cleaner, well, that, I guess? Well, it's going to be interesting because I, I'm assuming LSU probably had some things set up to right. prepare for this because if not, then they're already behind the gun. But like we've discussed multiple times, it's one thing to, to have, you know, the ability to, you know, capitalize on NIL, but you have to have the structure and the foundation around it. Otherwise it's gonna, right. yeah, it may in, in the meantime, maybe work great. You're like, Oh, look at all this money and blah, 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 but it's only going to collapse. You know, you're building on a house of cards and it's, it's going to just collapse if you don't have that foundation and the structure to make sure that you at least are somewhat aware. Obviously the coach will never be aware of what's going on, but everyone, there has to be a structure around it to be like, okay, we, we know what's going on here you know we're we're making sure it's all above board and away we go 
Because good old LSU, everything they've done has always been above board, right? Fucking right. What's, Will Wade. Clean, was, clean geez, record over there. Right. Was, that, was, that, was that the college basketball coach? Was it Will Wade? Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. God, I just couldn't stand him. Will Wade, and he, I right. mean, he well, was bad for that, too. It's, yeah, L, I don't know. LSU's always been pretty dirty, but at the same time, I love their right. jerseys. So, I, like, I want to hate them, but I don't know. Can't really. I don't like LSU basketball. I'll put I it got that, that way. Joe Burrow piece. I got that Joe Burrow piece hanging. In the right. Top I I, I like LSU it's football. I, I tolerate LSU football. I can't stand LSU basketball. I think that's really what it boils down to. Well, yeah. I, I mean, that's but, that's. Fair. I mean, they they just had a, a bad off season though. So this is probably good for them to be like, okay. Now we can finally cut. You know, but like they they have not had. They've had a rough couple of months with like. Just right. uh, yeah, a bunch of bunch of stuff. So well, and, it, I, and it, I mean they've in, they've had a rough. I mean their fall from grace as far as when they hit the pinnacle in, in 2019. It, it's been kind of rough, right? Or was it two, yeah, 2019? It was. It's been kind of rough to like see the, their fall for grace because it was a drastic fall off. So I mean, like well, it's you, just one of those. It all it all kind of comes. You're able to kind of keep everything quiet while things are going well, right? Like when you when things are winning, it's amazing. Like what you can right. kind of get away with. And the Joe Burrow thing is a great story. It's awesome to see one of the best teams probably ever to play college football. Right, right. Um, and then it's funny how once you start losing a couple games and people are on the hot seat, it's you know things start coming to light, and then it's impossible to kind of get the cat back in the bag, yeah. and, and yeah. away you go. So, but anyway, so good for LSU. So that was kind of the first story that. That came about. Um, so we'll, I'm sure we'll see some really interesting you know, Louisiana flared uh, NIL ventures uh, moving <laughs> moving forward. Um, uh, I, I really like this one because I, I don't like USC. Um, but so the, they USC Athletics announces an agreement with <laughs> it's a company called "quote unquote" Stay Doubted. It's a third party NIL agency. What a horrible name, Stay Doubted. It's just like it just sounds like. Like, I don't, like a Zoomer came up with that, you know, for their like TikTok brand. It's like, oh yeah, stay, you know, stay down. Well, it's like, yeah, like you go to USC, like nobody's doubting you. Like it, no. it, it reminds me, it reminds me a lot of when, um, oh who was it? Uh, the quarterback for Ohio State came out and said, or a quarterback for Alabama came out and was like, yeah, I've you know, I've always been doubted like my whole life and this and that. And I was just like, listen, you were like the number <laughs> one recruit in the country. Like or Bryce Young, yeah. sorry, Bryce. Yeah. It, yeah. it, anyways, it's but that no, it's, name for it, when you well, and when you when you read the descriptor of what of how State Data describes themselves, uh, a modern day media company creating original digital audio and physical programming for next generation audiences, passionate about the intersection of athlete lifestyle and culture. So it's just a bunch of young twenty year olds with phones and TikTok downloaded, essentially. Right. Stay Doubted has managed, yeah, right, over sixty three million dollars in sport partnerships, including more than one million in collegiate athlete partnerships in the first year of the NIL era. Has impressive client roster in the brand partnership space, having worked with companies such as Amazon, Microsoft, State Forum, Verizon, AE, Lululemon, and many others. So it's um yeah, it's Listen, USC is they they've been down for quite a while. That's that's gonna come to an end. I mean, so they are doing things in a way that uh, it's gonna they're gonna. I think they're gonna be all right. Right, and, and it's it is important to note it is it is an optional little deal. I don't know what kid would opt into this, but State Down has established a subsidiary BLV BLVD LLC. 
uh, and it's all 100% optional. So they can come to USC and opt into it, or if they want to go do their own kind of NIL workings outside of that, they're obviously more than free to do so. So I guess good. I mean, I know we hate USC, but it's. I feel like that's a good model. I mean, to have kind of the constant, like, you know, you can come play here and they're, they're, no matter what, you can opt into this kind of templated NIL program that we have at USC. Right. Yeah. And and listen, we're doing a lot of surface level investigation here. Uh, we'll have to we got to put some of these in the old tickler file that to get someone who knows what they're talking about to kind of come on and take a look. But um, yeah, good for USC, I guess. Uh, now we move to another NIL. This involves our beloved Miami Hurricanes. Uh-huh. This is why we love doing this, folks, is like it's funny how we can just scroll and scroll and scroll and find more and more. But the NIL for Miami Hurricanes, they have been selected by Tops and Fanatics for its first ever NIL trading card program featuring oh, the top athletes for Canes football. So oh. that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. I, I mean, it, it's cool, but like I'm gonna say this in a way that it's not mean because we we are a Hurricanes podcast among the other 15 teams we root for, but. Why, why, why is it keep being Miami, Kyle? Like, why? I feel like there's other programs, especially with recent success, that are way more better suited for something like this. Am I just I, missing something? Yeah, that is, that is kind of interesting. I mean, maybe it has to do with like, I mean, another private school. I mean, they're in Miami. We know the brand as well. They have one of the most recognizable brands out there. Fair. Um, fair. And they are kind of a sleeping giant in the sense that, like, if you can get Miami rolling again, I mean, that's just, I mean, we saw it happen in the 80s and stuff, and, you know, and, and their track record. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. And I think trading cards is just such a weird thing. I think in the last two or three years, it's been one of those things, as someone who's not really interested in any of this shit, but you, we went from, like, like trading cards got really, really big. Like even, I mean, obviously back when we oh, grew yeah. up as sports, there's Pokemon, like things like that. Right. But then right. it kind of hit this resurgence. I, I would drive by like a Walmart and there'd be like a line outside. And I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? They're like, it's a new trading card drop for X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of fucking weird. And then it immediately went from trading cards into NFTs. Another thing that I just right. don't give a shit about. Right. And crypto right. bros just shut the fuck up. I don't care. Um, and that's just like a digital trading card from what hey, I understand. Hey, listen, if you, if you want to dig into it, our, our main man beats, uh, I believe has purchased, uh, Nicole Jokic NFT or <laughs> it, or no, excuse me, excuse me. It was the, uh, the NBA's version of an NFT, whatever the, the hot shots or whatever the fuck it was listen, called. I, I mean, and like, I, I view it kind of the same way where it's like the trading cards too. you, it, like you want to buy a trading card for one that you, you like the person that you're buying. Right. But you also right. assume that they you know their careers can take off in a way that that could hold some extra right. value the right. thing i don't get about nfts is like they they try to say like oh look at all this money that there is to be made there and it's like no the money's been made like anyone yeah. buying into it now and spending the ridiculous i don't know well, maybe that'll be a discussion for another pod but right but but i, I think i think to your point though like with the trading cards at least like it, there is in a lot of people that are doing this are obviously those they're looking for the whales right or like they're investing in rookie cards or specialty cards of players that they want to then turn around and either flip or be able to say like, Oh my God, look at this value. I I think from somebody in my perspective, it's a solid move because it's one, it's, it's just another college football Avenue that, that I can, you know, entertain and I'll buy a pack just to say I have one. But for me, like growing up, like trading cards was great because it's like you buy all these cards and you sit there with like your dad or like your grandpa or whoever you open up. And they're like, it's, it's a way for them to be like, Oh, like, like that dude was a stud. Like we used to have like binders full of them, like old school cars. Right. 
Yeah, kind of like NFL, NFL was cool. NFL was cool too because, oh, yeah. um, for one, there's so many, and even and, you know, baseball and things like that. That's a big one. There's so many players that came from so many weird places that you get the trading yes. card and you learn a lot about that player too. Like I didn't know he went to Jackson. Well, and it was State it was before all games were before the game was so accessible on a large scale. Like they were they were right. broadcasting, but you're only getting your local broadcast, and you could tune in for the recap at the end of the night. But like like to your point, a lot of these players you wouldn't even know existed if you didn't have trading cards. Right, and the cool like holographic or the ones that had little oh, jersey yeah. pieces. Okay. So, so there's possibilities there, but like it's funny how it's like okay, Miami's there, so it's like, right. so if you're a Miami fan, sure, go ahead. Like until they come out with one that's like all of college football, which maybe they do have, and I'm just missing something. Well, and, but... and and I wonder if that's what the deal is. Because that was my next question. And again, we're very surface level investigators, but I feel like it has to be something where like the schools obviously have to sign off to you know the license out their logos and all like their imagery and shit like that. I wonder if there's just some schools that are just going to kind of be like, nope, and then they're just going to try to do their own version of a trading card. Like maybe Miami's just the experimental ground for it. I I do hope that it goes broader. I mean, I, I, you can keep your fucking Longhorn cards. I don't want those, but like I, I want other ones. Like I'll take a Michigan State pack. Right, right. It, it would just be cool. And like if they had new and old players and things like that. Like I, yeah, no, yes. I, I could definitely see how that could be. Yeah. Could be something but um, uh, this one I will tweet from the podcast because this uh, this holds such a special place in my heart. NFL trading cards. I don't know if you remember these. They did these cards were like they were like the monsters, and then like each player was like a different like. Oh my god, Steve Atwater was like a werewolf, I think. Or I'll tweet oh, it from the yeah. from the pod. That those trading cards I vividly remember like it was yesterday. Those were so sick. That is that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, like there's some unique things that could go on there, but like how the athletes will benefit. Yeah, I'm sure like if someone gets a card pack and you want to like autograph them, like, yeah, I'm sure that will be kind of like the right. It's just it's an incestual business at this point. You're going to produce the cards. Everyone's going to buy these cards and they're going to want you to go to the the car dealership down on Miami Boulevard to get it signed by, you know, whoever. Smart move. Smart move. But like to your point, I think my biggest takeaway is I want more. I want more variety, more teams. Right. Um, and then lastly, unless um, – oh, look at this. Okay, sorry. Uh, to, to continue on Miami, the NCAA met with Miami Mega Booster John Ruiz, or Boy John, uh, last week as part of its inquiry into the Canes NIL deal. So uh, that did not take long, did it? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, this is uh, – that's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> Come on, Miami, figure it out. Don't do this. Stuff. No, no, don't figure it out. Just stay, be the same, Miami, baby. But be better on the field. Be better right. on the field. Bring in some mercenary players if you have to, but be better on the field. But just stay doing what you're doing. It's fucking hilarious. And, and then I think we'll probably end with this one because uh, anyone from the Midwest or who's been to the Midwest will know about this uh, illustrious chain of gas station convenience stores. Iowa walk on wide receiver Jordan Come. That's K U M M. Uh, 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 close to landing an NIL deal with Come and Go. And if, you, yeah. if you've ever been to the Midwest, you know about the old Come and Go. Uh, K U M and Go uh, convenience store. And um, that, I mean, th that's what we love. We love the synergy of NIL, especially when you have a player like Jordan Come. And I, he's an Iowa walk on. If you know anything about Iowa walk on wide receiver, I'm assuming he's a wide receiver. Yeah, he's a wide receiver. Uh, Iowa always finds amazing walk on wide receivers and this guy is just going to uh he's gonna light it up as well today. So. <laughs> i mean where now in, where, where's kool-aid mckinistry's nil deal i I'm mean it's sure. in the name 
I thought that already happened. I don't know. No, maybe, we, yeah, we talked about it forever ago when NIL was happening, and we said we wanted that. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Kulik has money to do NIL deals. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would be interesting to see the, the Kool Aid's like I, I have profit margins. But think about it. I mean, just a just a big old like water cooler full of Kool Aid on the side, just all that nice little brand stuck on there. That'd be beautiful. Well, I th- I, well and I think they do. Uh, they kind of protect their brand. I'm sure they just. Don't, I'm sure he's a good kid, but you just don't know. You know. You don't know what's going to happen. So I don't know if I Kool-Aid, they've managed to stick around this long with a giant red monster of a, a mascot. <laughs> a giant pitcher of Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Breaking people's walls and shit. Like, I I think they're just. Uh, oh, oh here's another one. This is great. God, it just keep going and going. Uh, Michigan State tight end. We have a tight end transferred in from uh, Illinois. Uh, no, sorry, Purdue. This is Malik Carr. He also played basketball, which is pretty cool. Uh, he signed an NIL deal with the WWE. So we saw that yeah. a few weeks ago that WWE was starting to um, – yeah, in the past year or two, WWE has started a really concerted strategy of taking athletes and trying to teach them wrestling as opposed to taking non-athletes who are already good wrestlers. Uh, yeah, it, this, is, uh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, so good from Malik Carr. I want to see, like, some cool – where this could be really cool is let's say he has an NIL, NIL deal with WWE, maybe another player does on offense too – if he scores a touchdown, it would be so cool to do some sort of like WWE style oh, celebration, yeah. oh, like yeah. like something really cool like that. Like that's what I want to see. Or cool when w, when WWE comes to Detroit or wherever in Michigan, wherever their stop is, it'd be sick just to see him just come running out of the tunnel and just deliver like a, a pal driver to end a match or something. That'd be so sick. Uh, here's this. It's it's very loosely college football related. NASCAR's Bush Light Clash will return to Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in 2020. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it, we don't we don't even want to get into that. That's it was such a waste of time. It's a stupid track. It's it was a waste of everybody's time. Was it really small? Was that well? It, you think about it, you're in the you're in the L A Coliseum and it's like it's a quarter mile I think is what they squeezed out of it. But it's it, this this is way I I know you don't give a shit. But like I don't I don't watch Bristol's. I don't watch the you know, I just the small track racing just isn't for me. It's just dumb. But yeah. whatever. Good for them. I mean, I guess it's a way to grow the sport. I guess you, you put NASCAR in LA, even though when you think NASCAR in LA, it's not exactly match made in heaven. But yeah, that know. is kind of yeah. It's yeah. 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 Know, know your audience, you know. Well, and I, but Maybe that's they're trying to grow the grow the game. Is that what well? That's trying? that's why. Listen, stay in your lane and do the uh, do the uh, the college football game inside of the NASCAR stadium, like we did a few years ago. Like those are fun. Those are fun. But yeah, uh, so a lot of a uh, lot of cool little nil uh, little nil stuff going on. Yeah, as, as always, endless content. That's why we're here. Endless. Uh, lots of. I mean, we haven't even. I don't think anything major in college basketball. I, I at least haven't seen it. But we are no. we're getting dangerously close to college football, and I can't wait. Um, yeah. And I mean, this is just kind of a fun way to to kind of bridge the gap yeah. there. But lots of recruiting going on. Uh, as far as you know, Michigan State going, we I, we are in kind of right now quite the golden era of recruiting. We've never been good at recruiting. We've always recruited a, a specific style, uh, but now we got the social media team and everything. We got Mel Tucker on the uh, middle of the field. You see this, and we have like a Ferrari, a G wagon, like all these nice cars on the field, and apparently it works because <laughs> we got like three or like three commitments like that same weekend, like a bunch of four stars. We got some five stars who are interested. Like it's just it's crazy. 
it's um, <laughs> so the Mel Tucker effect is in full swing. And, I, I think it. I think it's the Mel Tucker effect for sure. I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think it's the picture of Ferraris and Lamborghinis at the fucking fifty yard line. I don't know. I don't listen, know. Listen, listen. I mean, that that era of social media recruiting has come and gone for a while now. The, these kids are smart. Like you know what I mean. Like they they know. They know what they're doing. They know what they want. Like they can kind of see through the baloney. So I, I, if I was a betting man, I would bet that it was more so your guys' uh, phenomenal season last season, and just seeing Mel Tucker what he could do with you know his first kind of zasp of recruits because he's still fresh. I mean, this year he'll probably start sinking his teeth into the meat of the guys he's bringing in. But it's Mel, it, yes, yeah, social. It's uh, you know, Kyle, I take I take it all back. I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to pee on your parade. More pictures of Ferraris on the 50 yard line, and you guys will be a number one program in no time. You say that. I'm telling you. I mean, look at this. Ohio State quarterback CJ Stroud signed an NIL deal with uh, Sarconi Auto <laughs> Auto Gallery, uh, not for a, a $150,000 Bentley, but a $200,000 Mercedes G wagon. The G wagon was on the field as well. I'm telling you. Which I, I, I G wagons are so like such a weird vehicle. <laughs> oh. But it's a. Uh, it's like, especially if I was like a, a coach and I had like a star quarterback signing auto deals and stuff, I don't want my quarterback driving no. a Ferrari or a Lamborghini no. or anything like that. No. A nice kind of big boxy, like a luxury, obviously, uh, like very top of the line Mercedes G-Wagon, I'm sure it goes very fast as well, but you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like yeah. No, listen, and, and for one thing, if I like, if I was a, a five-star recruit, then you wanted to bring me to your school, just go find me the the General Lee from Duke's Hazard. I'll, I will play for any school <laughs> that could find me a, just an old Dodge Charger because that. I think old old Miss could probably dig one up for you. Real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, if I was recruit right now and I could play anywhere, old Miss is on the short list. I, I don't know if it's going to pay off. I don't know if they're actually going to win anything anytime soon, but they're having, they're having so much fun down there in Ole Miss. And I, I'm, I, I just want to go to the Grove, Kyle. I just want to go to the Grove, and I know nobody wants to go with me, so it's going to be a one-man operation. I just got to go to the Grove. I don't and think I, you'd ever come back. That's my, my thing. I'm yeah. cultivating. I it just in we've we've joked about it before, but it's just my it, my entire fandom is just SEC. Like I, there's no one school in particular that I like more than the other. I just love the entire SEC with all my heart, and that's just the way it is. It just means more, right? It just means more. But with with recruiting season, uh, we got coaches kind of taking shots at other programs, which uh, yeah. which I love, which I love. And if you uh, <laughs> if you guys for whatever reason had any questions about why everybody hates Notre Dame. It's because of the comments, like what new head coach Marcus Freeman made. It's just one of those things. So basically what he was saying, uh, he was talking about um, different programs, specifically in his area, like Ohio State and Cincinnati, for example. Uh, And he said it was on, it was to Dennis Dodds of CBS Sports. He said, I'm not saying from top to bottom, but the majority of our kids I want to say the I want to say this the right way are pushed to learn and and are pushed to learn and their study habits are formulated every day, uh, said Freeman discussing the high standards at the private school. Uh, you can't cheat academics at Notre Dame if you don't go to class at places like that. I'm assuming he was talking about Ohio State and things like that. Blah blah blah. Or okay, take some online classes. Show up for your appointments at Notre Dame. You're forced to go to class every. You're forced every day to go to class. And to quote uh, the wonderful uh, 12-gauge, our boy, (laughs) (laughs) 
trying, trying to, to find the soundbite? Is are you? Trying yeah, to... I was trying to find the soundbite or like the the exact quote, but it's basically uh, we didn't come. We didn't come I, here. <laughs> I didn't come. I didn't come here to play school. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I didn't come here to go to class. Basically, um, we love Cardinal Jones here. Yes, we but, do. I mean, uh, and and uh, it's yeah. like listen, Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame and Michigan are like the only types of programs that make these types of comments. Is like right. the uh, it, they always try to oh look at our academics this and that. That's why nobody likes you. Nobody cares now, about academics. Nerds. Right now, now hold on, and and it's it's for the context of the conversation. He was comparing his his so far his coaching career at Notre Dame and like what Notre Dame is like versus his previous stops. So you can directly connect the dots back to Ohio State, and I know that Ohio State fan boards are probably going absolutely berserk. But my question, to all of you, is he wrong? <laughs> Wrong, Kyle. Hey, that's that's Notre Dame's fault. I don't know. Like it's uh... no, but, hey, I, but I'm I'm not saying one person's right or the other because listen, I if I'm a if I'm a high if I'm a high caliber player and I know that eventually my eyes are set in the league, yeah, why would I go to Notre Dame and have to work my fucking nuts off? Like why? Give me the give me the North Carolina basketball team treatment and just make up some classes for me and let me just come here to right. play. In the flip side of that is like a degree from Notre Dame, like that does carry a decent amount of weight. But like nowadays, especially with these programs, like if you're a good football player and you flame out in the NFL, you'll find a booster somewhere who can get you a job somewhere somehow. But but it does, it does, we would all be foolish to sit here and think that that doesn't directly affect recruiting. Like if, like I said, even if you're not like a high caliber NFL bound prospect, if you're just kind of a you know an average academic student and they, but you're really talented at sports, you're probably not leaning to go have to bust your nuts to go play at Notre Dame. Like right. it's just especially the the demand that all these you know, these sports require, especially football with the travel and the, and the practices, right. and all the other things. Like why why would I want to have to bust my ass extra hard to you know <laughs> squeeze by at Notre Dame? Right. And then so Freeman basically came out and said that he was misquoted. And uh, Dodd, Dennis Dodd basically said, no, I for sure wrote down exactly what you said. Uh, but he said, I want to set the record straight. I was misquoted by Dennis Dodd's article and a few key words were missing from that quote that upset a lot of people that I care about. First off, he said he's very proud of the two degrees he's received from Ohio State. So <laughs> Freeman went to or, you know, got his degrees in education <laughs> from Ohio State. I would never discredit the quality of education those <laughs> degrees represent. I was just specifically really talking about the academic rigors, rigors of Notre Dame. So, yeah, Freeman, I mean, uh, I, I like. I think it's interesting Notre Dame finally got a little bit of flair to it instead of just, like, stodgy old white dude. But um, now, maybe now, that's the best way to start. Is it every – we kind of read, read in the tea leaves here that he has two degrees from Ohio State. Do you think he had enough time to actually get those degrees the, the ye old-fashioned way, Kyle? Or do you yeah, think there yes. was some some wink-wink like, well, you know, you already coached college football as long as you – we could probably just give you all your, you know, these credits and these credits. Like, there's no way he took all the classes for those degrees. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But nonetheless, that, and that's the sort of things that we love. If it's not one week, it's Alabama, Texas A&M popping off about money. And then it's Notre Dame, of course, doing the yeah. academic thing. I'm surprised Michigan it's, wasn't right there right. with them saying, right. we, we, we agree, Notre Dame, right. because Michigan's right. always, oh, you couldn't even get in, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Nobody wants, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody does care. Nobody does. Uh, our boy Kyle Whittingham got a much-deserved pay raise after leading the ECU. It's a paywalled article. Apparently, there's some kind of interesting things about it. Um, Hold on, I got it. I got it, Kyle. Let me shine. Let let dummy shine here because I have it this time. So 
here's here's the the numbers behind his the the contract extension that he just signed on top of the one that they just did from a 2020. Uh, his base salary increases to four point five million dollars per season. I mean, just an absurd amount of money to be a college football coach. I feel like uh, his previous salary being one point three eight million, and then on top of that, Whittingham will receive a two hundred thousand dollars raise that will increase by one hundred thousand dollars each year until it tops out at six hundred thousand dollars in twenty twenty seven, making his base salary five point one million for the last year of his contract. I just. I mean, that's five more years. I, just, I don't see him staying for five more years. Well, but not but, not in like a bad way. I want to. I don't care. I mean, it's kind of the same boat with you know how Mark D'Antonio was. Like you can stay as long as you want, but right. I think Mark D'Antonio is that there was diminishing returns. Like toward the right. end of you know Michigan State was a dumpster fire. Um, right. I mean, maybe not totally. But but, but he but he he here's he's riding he's riding the wave of. Rose Bowl appearance, like like they're already they're they're already talking about Utah probably being ranked in the top ten, if not just on the outside looking in. In and I know USC is kind of gearing up. You never know what you're going to get from Oregon, and then outside of that, like they're playing in a very favorable conference. So I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, okay, yeah, like 2027 is a long time, and I know that you, me, and you have kind of just discussed it off the pod, just the. His time seems to be coming to an end, and it's not because he's a bad coach. Just he's kind of getting to that point, and maybe his year, or his career. But why, why not? Why not make him the poster child for your program, and then in the next five years, maybe start to kind of hand it off to the next guy. Like maybe kind of start peeling back his role, and then handing it off to maybe the next guy. Meanwhile, maintaining that that consistency because that the worst thing you could do to a college football program who has momentum is the head coach going to sign for a different school or leaving or whatever it is. Like that's the worst possible thing that can happen. I think this is a great play as far as I'm just saying, listen, we just need you to be the face of the program. Still we'll start handing off the, the, we'll delegate down all the responsibilities. We'll kind of slowly, you know, dwindle down on what you actually do on a day to day. We just need you to be the head football coach of this program. Well, so, okay. And this, this is kind of the interesting part that I found. So for one, uh, it's a really good quote about it, basically saying, like, it's important that we continue to invest in our football program and equip Coach Whittingham and his coaching staff with sufficient resources to be able to sustain success and blah, blah, blah. So, it's, I mean, like, that's one thing when people look at these coach contracts. I, he's pocketing a lot of that money, sure, but that money's reinvested into the into the right. program, right? right? It's not like he's just – yeah. But um, this is – so it's an amended contract. So – um, the amended contract also gives Whittingham a retention bonus of 25000 each year, um, incentive-based compensation, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is it. Whittingham maintains a retirement clause in the amended contract that makes him a quote-unquote special assistant should he retire at any point during the life of the contract. Rumors of his retirement increase in 2021, um, but he's saying he's having the most fun he's ever had. But basically, once Whittingham retires, he will retain the special assistant role for five years and will be paid $995,000 each year. So, like, he's got this all built up where, like, if he were to retire before that, he's still getting paid. He's still a special assistant around the program, which I could see happening, right, because – if they feel like they need to shake it up, I think Morgan Scally, he's like the he's the second in command there. Um, he, a young guy, really energetic. He was a hell of a player at Utah. If he kind of takes that role of like taking over, Whittingham's still there and thereabouts and still getting paid pretty well. Right. So like that, that's right. the right way to do it. Well, and, and this is like I, I I think anybody in and I know that the Utah faithful will probably disagree heavily, but like. Are we looking realistically for this to become a dynasty and win national championships? I mean, realistically, probably not. 
but just the university, what they're going to be able to benefit off of, of being in, in Rose Bowls and, and big six, you know, New Year's games, like it's, there's no amount of money that they shouldn't invest in Kyle Whittingham and that football program. Cause it, no yeah. offense to the other programs, but you know, I had a very, I actually a very interesting conversation with old Gavo ex Minnesota swimmer about what he's kind of been told about swimming programs at Minnesota, kind of a scary concept, but if you're, if you're going to invest and you're going to make money for your university, it's going to come from football and basketball. And that's just, that's the the world we live in. So might, right. as well, might as well throw the whole whole kitchen sink at it. We got new facilities up here at the at Utah. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Yeah, Utah oh. finally is getting some some decent shine because yeah, you know, I right. think what they've done going from the Mountain West to um, winning the Pac-12 and and almost winning the Rose Bowl, it's that's incredible. And in less right. than a decade, you know, right. or maybe it's almost been a decade, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's been close. I think it's Excellent. been like eight or nine years, something like the, that. The only thing left on the docket is just allow beer in Rice Eccles Stadium, and you got uh, there'll be a trillion dollar corporation in no time. <sighs> Fuck man, yeah, we we shall see. Uh, one more quote that I want to talk about: uh, ASU football Herm Edwards slammed by opposing coaches, quote unquote. It's the biggest dumpster fire, and I think that's just what I love because I just don't like ASU. So there you go. I love yeah. seeing that they are a dumpster fire. So no, yeah, it's yeah. It. I mean, I I honestly forget. It, like I, ASU had their their time in the sun, no pun intended. When like what probably like high school for us kyle like i just remember seeing the blue devil or the blue devil jesus christ the sun devil logo just everywhere hats just people were like asu fans out of nowhere but the, yeah man they're a dumpster fire and rightfully so because who first of all who wants to go play for that program right now <laughs> I, I i'd be curious to see who what their recruiting class for this next incoming year looks like so like some people are saying that, that they might actually be kind of good i just don't see it and i i mean listen they have a great recruiting bonus because you get down there and you know, the type of students who attend ASU. Yeah. I think it's pretty appealing right off the bat. Um, but is that, and, is that why yeah. Mesa has such a good football team? Yeah, yeah, do we, yeah. Uh, I think that's why our football team fell off when, when your wife left. No more no more guys were pining for your wife. And so they're like, well, I'm not going to come play there yeah, anymore. Geez. Yeah, or the soccer teams in general when they were good. <laughs> Just the, the sports and all that fun stuff. They were. They were. They were fucking good. I forgot. I, to, I totally forgot all about that. I running. think baseball's still doing well. I know baseball. Baseball. Well. Baseball always is going to be doing well because it's. I mean, it's a. It's it's year round baseball down there. It never it never gets cold down there. I mean, it gets cold. Juco World Series is cool too. Love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All good old junction. But yeah, that's uh that's kind of the news. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa! I need I need the floor, Kyle. Oh goodness. We have we have another horns down incident. And Texas can't stop catching stray bullets left and right. So, uh, and this happened in the softball World Series of all places. <laughs> Texas squaring off against Oklahoma for all the marbles. And a gentleman, I just had it pulled up. I got to find it after we talk about it. But uh, went out, sung the national anthem. And then when he was exiting stage left, threw the horns down at the crowd. And then was supposed to do the national anthem for the next game also, but it got a... <laughs> Got an email from the NCAA saying he's no longer welcome back right. for his inappropriate gestures made on the field. <laughs> right, and I so I, soft. I'm pretty sure he came back and said like I don't care. Like I said, it, it, the best part was I think his email is like Big Daddy. I think like when you look at his email, it's like Big Daddy something. And he said I, I don't understand what I did. Like I, I didn't do anything wrong. And then they just they replied back with a lame like. NCAA, like the opposing team didn't feel welcome, some lame shit like that. But oh my God, it was, they just, 
it's just it, at this point, Kyle, like I don't even know what the next step after comical is because it's like, how can this be so upsetting to Texas? Like you just keep continually making it a public display of how mad you get when people do this. Just stop getting mad about it and people will stop doing it. It's pr- pretty fucking easy. Right. Yeah. It's, I don't I love it. I mean, we are, we are a Hornstown podcast and that'll never change, you know, unless, unless Texas wants to start paying us <laughs> to not do it. <laughs> Maybe that's our goal. Not going to happen. Never. I will not going to happen. Never bend the knee ever. Yep. No, we are. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Once you, once you get hooked, as soon as I said it to those kids at the jazz game, I, the rush How? I got, that's the, what I'm saying. How I'm doing the horns down. God, that was just, Oh, that was just so fun. But yeah, dude, we are we are rapidly approaching. I mean, I think what by the oh, end yeah. of next month, oh yeah, I think we'll have college football, right? I mean, yeah. Look. So in the end of July, I mean, we'll 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 they'll be starting to obviously report for all their training camps. But no, I I just saw a video this morning of um, Coley. I forget his last name, but it's a University of Houston commit. He's from his knee, fifty yards out, hit the upright of a goalpost. That's Jeez. fucking absurd. Yeah, it's it is pretty crazy, like the development of like players and and how much, especially now too, because I thought for a while, I really do think if it wasn't for NIL, like football as a whole would start to experience just a very slight decline, just with because you go to college, get injured, things like that, blah blah blah. Like it, it's not like the the amazing lucrative opportunity that we all you know hoped it would yeah. be. Now it is. Now yeah. I mean, now it's just right back in it being basically right. being like cool, like you can go make so much money in college if you're really good enough. And even if you're not good enough, you can at least make a living. Um, And then use that to kind of platform. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, college football is in a great spot right now. And I think this next season, I think too, we're we're far enough removed from like COVID stuff that like, it's really like, he's even last year, like if it was obviously back and it felt great, but there's still a, a little lingering, you know, kind of doubt, and there's still some COVID cases and things like that. But now it's like when this next season rolls around, it's it's just we're back, we're full back. Oh yeah, no, it's it's we were college college football as a whole, given NIL and, and where we're at is in. When you really think about it, it, it's kind of unfortunate because gone are the days of kids kind of playing like all three sports throughout like high school and stuff. These kids are these kids are dedicating themselves to football or basketball at such a young age, and they're crafting their game like beginning at such a young age that the talent level that we're seeing already in front of us and what we're going to continue to see of these kids coming in, like the access to facilities they have and the weight training, like it, it's almost it's it's like you look at recruits, you know, not even ten years ago, and it's they'd be standing on the sideline with their jerseys on because they're red shirts, and it's like. Those guys look like they're 18 at best. If it like you know, it's 16 years old at best. And now it's like you see these dudes walk around. And you're like, that is an eighth grader. That is an eighth grader who's six five, 300 pounds. That's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. And the money just keeps on coming. Like I'm, I'm reading into oh, like it, the Big Ten's new TV deals getting kind of you know, it's getting closer. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the biggest, and it's not even gonna be close. Basically, they compiled some stats saying that like, um. Like with all the views, basically, of or with all the games last fall with at least 3.5 million yeah. viewers, which were compiled, 58 involved the team from either the Big Ten or the SEC. Yeah, and the Big Ten nice. actually beat them. The Big Ten had 32 games of which there's at least 3.5 million viewers. SEC had 31, including right. five head-to-head matchups. Um, basically, saying from a negotiating perspective, the Big Ten was worth more alone than combined with the ACC or Pac-12. That's crazy. And like, and that, and that's with this whole conference realignment in the Big 12, right? We saw some more movement. I think that all the universities who are joining the Big 12, um, like everything is good to go there. 
Um, yep. Pac-12 still kind of doing their thing. I don't know what the ACC is doing, but yeah, it, these next few years, the the money's going to even fall more. And I don't yeah. know if you saw it. Not to talk a whole lot of soccer, but the MLS just signed their deal with Apple, um, with Apple TV for a cup. I think like three point five billion dollars. Yeah. The MLS, if the MLS is getting that sort of cheddar from Apple, Hell I mean, yeah. Like Amazon, they're going to be picking. They have to pick something up, right? They're like, well, they they can. they're already they're already doing the. Well, yeah, they have to get in the college game, but they already. I think this starting this season, they own Thursday night football. That's just that's just great. Yeah, it, Amazon will air NFL Thursday night football beginning this fall. Yeah, would like to stream at least one Big Ten game per week on Amazon Prime. Yeah, which is kind well, of annoying, but it's. I we 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 need to. If, if this is all great, like if, if, as college football fanatics, if this is fantastic news because the sport just continues to boom. But I, I mentioned earlier in the pod talking to Old Gavo, ex ex University of Minnesota swimmer. It's kind of unfortunate because all these other you know the other sports are rapidly kind of dying on the vein or on the vine, I should say. Because he, like, I was just talking to him and just kind of picking his brain. He's like, yeah, I'd, I'd be shocked if, like, swimming isn't just a club sport in a few years at, at the D1 level. I'm like, damn, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, all the money goes to football. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. That kind of sucks. But, hey, whatever. Whatever. Right. It so, is what it is, man. You know? It's, it it, but it but I do, I, I do, in all seriousness, we have to figure out a way to, I mean, he was he there's was enough money there's enough money. well and, and it's like it, just for just for perspective it's like he was a multi-state champion winner in high school like almost olympic qualifying backstroker and the best scholarship he could get was 80 percent because there's just there's just not enough money floating around those other programs to furnish full scholarships yeah that's just yeah they got to figure something out which there's got to be a little percentage of just saying like hey like like one percent of this billion dollar deal would probably be enough to keep a couple hey or 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 follow me here kyle we need we need another sport in the mix that's going to just create just so much traction to generate even more money for universities that we could spread around pickleball oh absolutely (laughs) hey it needs to be a collegiate sport it's going to be i think it might already be or it's going to be an olympic sport as well um, well, then uh, tune into the Olympics to see your boy because it's absolute force on the court, Kyle. It's just there's no could, yeah, the length, strength. And I'm, I listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not shifty like Deshaun Jackson, but I mean, I can move. You're just intimidating, too. You charge the net, and they're gonna, you know, so uh, answer me this, and I'll stop it on the pod and we can take this off. But like, how many hits do you have to get in before you can start smacking that fucker out of the air? That's where we've been confused. Uh, you just can't do it like on the first serve. Like it has to. Oh, bounce so like after yeah. that, like you could just. So they hit it to you. You just have to let it bounce, and then and then, then from there it's free game. Yeah, but like if it's, know. yeah, but it, yeah, the kitchen and things like that. Like it, right. it all makes sense once you kind of figure it out. But we'll have to bring right. my mother on the pod for that because she's the pickleball queen. Um, hey, hey, so. hey, she has a she has a college football connection. It's right. up to you if you want to talk about it, but she has Dan a small connection. That'll be a different. Yeah, we'll we'll save that for closer, closer to the uh, Dan Marino could have been my father. Kyle, he, can he we fucking... bring? Can we bring your mother and your sister on and just talk about their connection to college football? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Does it? Was it? Does it? Doesn't Kelly have a connection to Oklahoma somewhere? Well, it's funny. Yeah, we're we're going on a trip to Tennessee later this season, or later season, later this year. I might actually be there for college football season, which would be kind of cool. If, if you don't bring me back at least two T-shirts, I will. I, our friendship's over. Yeah, I'll, I'll find something for sure. I'll find something for sure. Um, 
Yeah, that's what I was telling Kelly. I was like, well, are you trying to get out there? She's like, yeah, like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, don't you have, like, a boyfriend out there or something that could just fly you out? <laughs> just ditch him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I think that's it, Kyle. I mean, I, I just, the, the horns down was my big grand finale because I could, it doesn't matter the scale of the horns down. It just never gets fucking old. I, I could talk about it all day. So, I that's, I, I digress after that. That's all I have for you on this beautiful Thursday. Right. We got a busy day. You know, busy, yeah. busy day. I'm going to California for the weekend. Nice little wedding piece from my boy Riley. Weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, tomorrow. that's right. That's right. Yep, yep. Uh, my boy Riley, who's a big USC fan, so that'll be fun. Um, but no, it, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back, just hanging out. I'm going to see Top Gun with my father for Father's Day. His favorite movie of all time. I've only heard good things. Sorry, I was looking away from the mic there for a sec. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be a good weekend. What do you have planned for the weekend? Uh, oh, yeah, going to see the Grateful Dead concert on Saturday at, on really? Folsom Field. We'll be standing on the field, I believe. I believe our tickets are on the field. Uh, uh, yeah, Grateful Dead on Saturday, and then a little Father's Day piece on Sunday. Maybe get out to the lake a little bit, you know, keep my tan going. So uh, it's a solid, solid weekend all around, Kyle. Keep the tan going. That's going to be the name of the uh, <laughs> of, of the pod this week. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. Um, but it's going to yeah. be good. It's always good. It's going to be high here today. It's going to be like 99. So, yeah. There Anyways. Go. There we go. Anyways, well, everybody, thank you for listening again. Uh, we had to, you know, we do this for you guys. We do it for the people. Yeah, Once we every do. week. Yeah, we do. Starts, so, um, so, you just kind of expect that cadence. If anything really spicy happens, maybe we'll have to do an emergency pod. Um, we just have lives, unfortunately. Hey, and if you're a good, if you're a competent Apex player, can you add us as your friend? Uh, we real. just need a third. <laughs> Third. We need something. Get on Apex, figure it out. Yeah, it's um that's where you'll find you boys after this. So uh this has been another production of Name Image Podcast. Like if you subscribe, all that fun nonsense. Um and uh yeah, we will uh we'll see you next week. Or next two weeks. Next two weeks. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> I love you! No skill. Mm-hmm. I know skill. Like that skill. Anything else you want to know about me, skill? Mm-hmm.